Hi guys, welcome back to Within 12 Worlds. We got a lot of movie suggestions to review for today's episode. And we picked a recurring one among those. Um, we picked Parasite, 2019, directed by Bong Joon-ho. Categorized as um, dark comedy and thriller. Well, to start off, let me tell you guys what the movie is about, in my own words. What I understood of it. Well, I'm going to be honest, I heard about it from my K-pop friends. And also got to know about it because of the four Oscars it won. I asked my friends who watched it if it was any good and they were all like, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I've never seen any K-pop fan who's ever said that, you know, this K-pop song is not good and all that. So I was quite, um, <clears throat> I wasn't sure if I should watch it. But then there was one of my other friends who said, uh, you know, watch it. They take a shit on rich people. And at that point, I was quite convinced to watch. I did not expect that. And I mean this in a very good way. You know, the movie is super, super thought-provoking. And it raises a lot of questions. Is life fair to everyone? Where does one draw the line between greed and hustle? The movie is a roller coaster. You know, it starts slow. Steadily picks up pace and suddenly shit happens. And it slowly... It slows back down and... Okay... Then everything is all a bloody dream. Not everything, the ending, the last part. And if y'all have anything uh, to add to this, you know, guys, go for it. Okay, um, I will add on to it. So, I mean, you kind of told a lot about the movie. Um, it's to me, it's it's a great movie because it's really about. Um, it's it's very unsettling to be honest. When I watched it, it, it it's very uncomfortable to watch because of how it switches from comedy to tragedy. But it's. It's a great portrayal of it. And uh, the movie is mostly about how power is very situational. The power moves from one family to another family to another. And this is really based on the environment and the actions that is um, in that particular place. And again, the movie is amazing because when you finally feel like you understand the characters, you understand the plots, and and you're able to grasp the movie, shit happens... And it it just it just completely snaps and turns away. Uh-huh. Um, I have just one question, you know. Um, I think we have three families in the movie, right? Um, I'm just trying to relate to a previous podcast we had. Um, do you think in this movie you can justify the question, "Does money bring you happiness?" Ooh. Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> Tom, this is not in the script. Oh my God! Stick to the script. Now I'm freaking no, out. Honestly, now I'm freaking out. I told you it will be a question on spot. So I mean, yeah, it's just something I just thought about. While, you see, know, but again, it's, it's, it's perspective. If you think about mm-hmm. it, once the family, um, the Kim family joins and starts working with the Parks, right? They have had a little more money than what they've had uh, before. And obviously at that point, they are happy. They're, they're able to afford to, you know, eat at that, uh, what's that, driver's buffet uh-huh. or whatever you call that. You see that at that point, at least, money did bring them happiness. And um, money did not you lead th- to their problems, to be honest. Don't you think that greed for money changed them? Okay, I mean, okay, we're just going to go too much into that topic. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can talk about it later towards the end, if I'm right. If you don't, yeah. we, we, I mean, if we're not constrained in time. Um, you know, I'll actually, I'll actually pick it up from there um, because uh-huh. you were talking about different families, the power shift and money, actually, if, they, if, if it brought them happiness. So um, sticking to kind of the family aspect of it, is there any particular family out of the three, the Park family, the Kim family and the 
underground husband family <laughs> is there uh, <laughs> is there anybody whom you pick whom you stand by com- compared to the other two um if you don't mind me starting this off um i'm going to say you really can't choose between which family is the best or which family is the you know you ca- you really can't choose sides here because each of them had their own role to play and each of them had their own faults you know even though the family kim's uh, you know kim's family was um poor but they were smart they were really timid and clever uh but even the park family even though they were rich they looked down on everyone else i mean so every family had their faults so i don't really don't think you can pick choose a family here you know or take sides on who is right and who is wrong that's what i feel yeah so i you know you can't really answer this question but uh, i think it has got to do with perspective again because in some scenes i feel like i was on the parks family side and on some scenes in some scenes i was uh, siding with the kims okay if if it was me overall i would pick is um i know it's very situational perspective based but i think i'd pick the underground husband family what was the name them the old housemates uh, family because sure hiding somebody in the under in somebody else's house in the basement without their knowledge is not a right thing but um, i feel they had like they did the least of the negative that things that is super <laughs> fucking creepy man what the Dude, fuck? he see <laughs> the guy he went mad he had uh, uh, he just they always snapped. talk about monsters under your bed now there's fucking monsters in your bloody <laughs> basement also what the <laughs> I'm okay talking about monsters and uh, villains do you um again i think you kind of answered it but would you pick any particular person an individual or a family as the villain of the movie and okay i think i'll answer it first um i'll go ahead with it again if you ask me i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to pick one because um usually in a movie it's very easy to say say, say you see um let's just take avengers for example you can just tell the avengers are the good guys oh, and thanos sorry. is the bad guy there is a clear black and white to the movie there's a good side and a bad side but parasite to me is more realistic because there's this gray area in between which is more closer to reality and you can't really um pick a side and call somebody bad and somebody right uh huh um i think just like sticking to my previous previous answer you know which family would i choose i think it's the same thing you really can't choose which family is the villain because like i told you every family has its own uh, faults so i really don't think you can choose a family to be the villain or the evil family so um i would still stick to what i say you know every family has its faults so staying on that same plane Raju, what do no, you but think? here I think the whole question of um, where does one draw the line between greed and hustle comes into play because uh-huh. um, if you were standing in the shoes of Mr Kim and all that right trying to get a job and you know trying to infiltrate the family and family's uh, you know household uh, help and all that I don't think that's wrong but then if you're standing from the whole uh, Mr Park and his um, you know his uh, perspective it might be wrong and then see even if you look at the og housekeeper whose husband is in the basement can she be condemned because all she did was you know she was trying to do something good for her husband i think we need to do a lot of that uh-huh. uh, standing in other shoes and trying to understand their reasons quite a bit kind of thing and yeah because end of the day all you can do is uh, all i mean all all she was doing was look look out for her husband and uh, here 
Kim was looking out for his family. And the Parks uh-huh. were not, I don't think they were looking out for anyone, but yeah, they were rich and they needed help. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Uh, which, uh, you know, which part of the movie do you guys think is your favorite? Um, yeah, you know what, Rajiv, go ahead. My, yeah. my the brain dot exe just stopped working for some reason. Just give me a second <laughs> to collect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll uh, when I look at Parasite, when I look at this movie, I kind of see it divided into multiple segments. Uh, first, I see this poverty and the Kim family, you know, before working for the parks, and then in the second segment. I see working for the parks and how every member slowly joins the family. And then in the third segment, I see how a few lines are being crossed and things start to go downhill. You know, you see that scene when the whole family is, um, I mean, the park family has gone camping and uh, the Kim family is in their house sitting Uh and having drinks and all that, right? Yeah. So that is where I feel that a few lines were crossed and that's when things start to go downhill. In the fourth segment, things happen Uh rapid, fast and people are getting killed. In the uh-huh. fifth segment, things are getting calm. Uh, it's a reflection and it's a repentance time, you know. You see what your actions have, where it has brought you and all that. And towards the end, you wish that it was not a dream. And you know, there's one uh-huh. thing I want to you know, highlight over here. In that scene where uh, the family is you know, having drinks, there's this uh-huh. dialogue which really caught my mind. Mr. Kim says they're nice and rich. Mrs. Kim is like that nice because they're rich. Like, fuck. Uh-huh. What do you guys think about that? I mean, that's a good scene. <laughs> um, okay, talking honest. about the favorite segment. But, um, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm taking it now. My brain is working now. Um, Sorry. So, yeah, you bitch, I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it, man. I, I'm, I'm answering Tom first. First come, first serve. Um, oh, okay. I realize the demand for me, but... Uh, no, so, this is go ahead with the answer. Yeah, going ahead with the sequence. So my favorite one was the middle segment of that ten minutes. It was a beautiful sequence. Um, it's it's the movie did it effortlessly. That's where like everything relied upon. Um, Care to elaborate on what? The yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. I am elaborating it. I, yeah, just give me a second. <laughs> so, Raju, let him be, bro. Um, yeah, when you see okay. them sitting, uh, the entire family drinking in Park's house, and then you hear the doorbell, and that's that's really a very unsettling presence at that point in time. And then the they just go look at the, this thing, and then you realize it's the old housemaid. Just the entire movie, she was like clean and well-dressed and all of it but now she's like soaked in um, rain dirty and like her hair's everywhere so it's, it's a very unsettling presence at that point in time and you realize it's it's going to be a suspense thriller you realize something's going to go wrong and then the immediate next shot is the camera wire being cut off it adds to the effect and then when you see kim's yeah. the mrs kim follow her to the basement the movie snaps back into a, a very comical comedy kind of thing because the posture where she's like the way she's pushing the 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 rack the cupboard it's 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 funny it's like uh-huh. what i'd see in tom and jerry and then she falls she breaks her face again tom and jerry considering tom and jerry it's funny no i'm telling how it uh-huh. switches between comedy and thriller and then yeah. the next reveal comes the door opens and Never i looked gets... at tom and jerry as a thriller though but okay <laughs> <laughs> it goes into a very ominous presence it's very unsettling 
So this goes back and forth for these minutes and it's where the movie really stands out and you get to know how much effort's been gone behind that movie. <laughs> so my favorite scene would be you know the way uh one you know the part where um Kim's son is teaching his father his the dialogues what to say to park in the car and what to say to his wife and you know he literally predicts what their dialogues are going to be because that's how predictable the park family is because he that's he literally predicted by staying there for that you know teaching their daughter for that long and um, you know the way he predicted it just by you know staying there for that long getting used to their family and that's something i really love because you know it shows i mean it kind of shows that even they can sense the monotony in their life because yeah, otherwise you you it wouldn't be that predictable that's what i felt that was why one of my favorite scenes so i mean okay yeah i mean another uh, scene also um, is the ending i mean i think most of us were kind of confused <laughs> after the ending god knowing and uh, not is knowing what is going on first or is it you i think i i, I it mean, was you it was you go ahead back, if it was if we were to rewind back a few hours back i think we can come to know two people who had to rewatch the movie to ending to know what it was i'm not going to bring the names up so um talking about going to bed i mean i had to i mean i'm going to i'm going to accept i was one of them i had to you know go back and check out the ending because you know the way they portray it the way they send that message and you know the way they put it out it's kind of for the first go it's kind of confusing because you don't know what's happening and uh, you know you're like okay and you see that and you feel like you know it's really happening you see that it feel, you feel like his father finally met his son but then that's not it what do you guys think about the ending um yeah my yeah thanks for letting me answer but yeah my favorite part was the ending as well uh yeah so i'll tell you what i really liked about the ending you know towards the whole the whole scene towards the ending it showed that maybe the best place to hide isn't the best the whole role reversal uh-huh. of you know how that um, that underground husband now was now mr kim and the whole overlap uh-huh. of the present and the future which happens to be his dream which at the point i wasn't really sure you know i i was quite confused while watching it because you know uh-huh. um i really liked the the way they shot it because at first i thought maybe it's his dream that's not come true then i also thought uh-huh. maybe that is his dream which has come true and uh, which they're showing they show past future and past again and i didn't see it as you know past dream and sorry present dream and present i didn't see it like that what do you guys okay. think about the the ending okay yeah you guys uh, it's not you guys it's just me now um so <laughs> to me it it was a very nice ending because it's really one of those movies that again tells you that it's not always happily ever after um the movie kind of ends almost in a similar situation where it starts off um provided with multiple changes because kim's family was poor they end being poor and but now this time it's with hope because um Mr Kim's son wants to buy the house when he um gets rich and there again there's a rich family in the house and there's somebody in the basement uh and that was 
that was pretty good to watch that it's just not a happily ever after kind of story so yeah moving on from uh-huh. there um the one other place where the movie stood out for me which where i loved it was the technical aspects of the movie um it was amazing it was it was brilliant i loved um to watch it from a technical standpoint it was there anything that stood out for you guys did you guys specifically like anything um um my favorite scene especially when it comes to technical aspect was the part where park's uh, wife that's um, the small kid, uh, park's wife talks about you know the youngest son's uh, incident when he was kid where during his birthday he was eating his cake and he saw some he saw apparently he saw a ghost and he got scared if you notice just like as she was explaining the scene she was the scene was playing in the background because they were they were seated right in front of the refrigerator and you know she mentioned you know he took the cake out of the refrigerator and as they were as she was explaining the scene in the background you could see the kid actually eating the cake the scene was explained and the scene was played at the same time that is one of my favorite the way they took the shot you know those two shots together and that is one of my favorites when it comes to technical aspects it, it was it was beautiful um well i don't really have any favorites or um, this thing the whole thing the only technical thing which kind of stood out for me was i like the background score it was very appealing and it was very nice and it was very well uh, placed and put all all that and i um, the scenes which i liked the most in terms of the whole cinematography and all that right when they were shooting in that small house the first scene where they are trying to get wifi network or something i just really liked the vibe of that whole setting and yeah that's it that's it for uh-huh. me okay uh what um, stood out to me was provided rajat you spoke about the uh how the acts the different structure of the movie was it's kind of a movie um which broke the three act segment because it most movies start off with the introduction and then the tension completely rises the hero is in an issue and then the issue ends and then it's happily ever after that's kind of the segment but here it's it it kind of stands out it gives you a false sense of the three act segment but it not necessarily is uh it's not, not the only movie which is like that you know if you ask me no no i'm telling it's one of the few ones because oh, right, this quarantine right, time i've been watching a lot of movies and this is kind of the probably the second or third movie that's been like that for me oh, um right. so uh moving on from there there was this 5 minute sequence with almost 30 shots which was amazing it was when um all mr kim his daughter and his son were in the house and they were trying to get rid of the housemaid and um get their mother in in that place so it was a lot of shots very consecutive it was around 4 5 minutes i loved the way the shots were taken the way they transitioned from one to another that's something really that stood out for me um and the third thing being uh the movie is very vertical if you think about it because a lot of time like if you think about it uh the kims sorry not the kims the parks have house on something like a hill and then the kims who are uh, who are poor they have a semi underground house and the old housemaids technically speaking her house was the underground where her husband was and that's to uh-huh. kind of portray that they were way, like they were less fortunate compared to the kim family um there was something which was like a great symbolism and the movie uh-huh. all, had a lot of symbolism which is amazing though 
<laughs> so okay um, you know last question and obviously um, i think we're done pretty much uh, a good review session anyway back this was just i know wasn't a review this is more of a discussion but yeah <laughs> Um, sorry bro um, movie revision <laughs> but basically yeah, what, I what i wanted to ask was <laughs> the first question i asked uh, i just thought uh, raju to answer so basically um, tom wanted to wrap it up by telling that we are done is because he wanted to go back to the question oh <laughs> no we don't have to do that you want to it's okay tom this Bala. this is the only one you're asking okay so go ahead raju what do you th- what do you think about the uh, you know question i asked you in the beginning do you think this movie talks about money and happiness in a way i mean it does talk about money and happiness um, but do you, what do you think they're trying to portray about money and happiness because um i'm not going to bring up online i mean talking about online reviews a lot of them talk about you know showing how the rich people um you know uh well get their stuff done on people who work with them and stuff like that but what do you yeah, think yeah, about an aspect of yeah so um see now there are a few scenes which um, kind of contradict each other and all that see now if you remember the parks family's daughter right when we are first uh-huh. introduced to her character it feels like um, we don't really see her as this happy kind of character you know i i am not sure if that's the you know that's the truth but what i felt when i watched the movie i i didn't really take her to be that you know that fun loving happy child but then when you look at uh, the kim's family's daughter right the one who forges those certificates and you know she's smoking in that um, cyber cyber cafe and all that i uh-huh. that i felt you know she was a lot happier and if you obviously she is poor and that one isn't but but i don't think that really had to do with it but okay i don't know what the fuck i'm saying here but um, I I didn't really feel like this movie spoke about uh, money equal to happiness or anything because like I mentioned earlier when the Kimps family right they got quite a bit of cash they did start to uh-huh. improve their uh, I wouldn't say living conditions but uh, uh-huh. you know some some of it was improved you know it's like the uh-huh. eating uh, I mean they ate better food at least and more food if uh-huh. I'm not wrong and I just remembered something okay there is something about this whole karma is a bitch only if you are one that thing was seen <laughs> you guys remember the scene where it starts raining and uh, uh-huh. that house is flooded right yeah you can kind of see it as yeah. the yeah. whole uh, understood that part I'm act of them part. yeah i guess i'm done here dude like that's it <laughs> he was he was uh, lost and anyway guys uh, we're done here <laughs> with the episode Yeah I was lost in my thoughts I'm sorry <laughs> and um, thank you guys so much for tuning in um, again this was a episode 5 can't believe we're five episodes in with our podcast and uh, milestone man yeah thanks a lot for watching please follow share Yay. subscribe and uh, follow Tom Instagram. you forgot your drum roll man follow, I didn't ask for a fucking drum roll shut up he just gives it okay that's how it works No I ask for it and then you give it all right yeah please do follow yeah, us on uh, sorry, instagram master. at within 12 volts and uh, yeah hope you really i mean hope you enjoyed this brief movie um discussion whatever stay tuned guys bye bye revision discussion god's sake discussion i've named it <laughs>